Hello and welcome back to Six to See. March ended, April started just like spring, kind of because we even had some snow on the 1st of April here in Belgium. But spring is coming and is kinda here already. And with that we also have some amazing new movies and series that were released. We have Morbius that was finally released in theaters after being postponed several times. I saw the movie myself already this week. And we also have the movie Moonshot and the Marvel series Moon Knight that were released. With some other great new movies and series of course like The Bubble and The Girl from Plainville. So a lot of great things to watch from this week. So much that there are two other that were not in the six to see that I'm gonna talk about later in the episode. But first we start with the six to see of course. And at one we have the newest Marvel series Moon Knight. It's created by Jeremy Slater, who also wrote it and stars Oscar Isaacs in the lead role as Mark Spector, aka Moon Knight, along with Ethan Hawke playing the main villain, and Gaspard Ulliel as Anton Mogorit, aka Midnight Man. Earlier this year, we had the sad news that Gaspard Ulliel died after a ski accident, so this role of him will be posthumous. He was a great friends actor that will be missed but we will still be able to enjoy his talent in this new Marvel series. In the series we follow Mark Spector, or Steven if you saw the first episode, who suffers from dissociative identity disorder, meaning he has different personalities and identities. He will be drawn into a deadly mystery that involves Egyptian gods, including the moon god Khonshu. It's a psychological and scary series that's different from other MCU movies and series. It's the sixth series set in the MCU and it's consisting of six episodes with four of them directed by Mohamed Diab and the two other ones directed by duo Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Moon Knight premiered on Disney Plus this Wednesday, March 30th, with a new episode releasing weekly. So the first episode is already out and I saw it myself earlier this week when it released and it's really good i really like it it's different from what we already saw from uh, marvel so it's different but also good it's very psychological a little scary sometimes but it's really well made i can't wait to see the rest of the episodes and if you saw the first episode you know what i'm talking about when i'm saying steven and not mark I look forward to what is coming up next in the series because the first episode was already a good one. And do we have another Marvel thing that was released besides Moon Knight? We also have the new Marvel movie Morbius that was released finally after being postponed several times. The superhero movie features the Marvel Comics character Morbius, the living vampire. Directed by Daniel Espinosa and written by Matt Sazama and Burke Sarpus, it stars Jared Leto as Michael Morbius alongside Matt Smith, Adria Ariona, Jared Harris, Omarigal and Tyrese Gibson. Michael Keaton is also starring in the movie, reprising his role as Adrian Toomes or Vulture from the MCU movie Spider-Man Homecoming. But we only see him in the post credit scenes of the movie, so 
you have to wait until the end to see him. And if you see the post-credit scenes, I think there's gonna be more of Morbius coming. We'll see even more of Vulture than later in future MCU and Marvel movies. In the movie, we follow Michael Morbius, who has a rare disease, and trying to cure himself of his disease, he will find a very special way that will change him forever, and that with the bats, and because of that, he will become a vampire with several special powers. The question is, will he use his new powers for good or evil? Morbius was released in theaters in the US on April 1st, after being postponed several times here in Belgium, and in some other countries it was already released in theaters on Wednesday, March 30th, and I went to see the movie myself on Thursday. I've been waiting a long time to see this movie, so I had to go watch it when, now that it finally was released. I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't say too much, but I just want to say it's an okay movie. I saw online that there's a lot of critics about it, that the Rotten Tomatoes score is also very bad. But it's not that bad to movie. Okay, it's not that good. We had better from Marvel and Sony. But it's still worth to see it. Especially if you're a Marvel fan like me. And if you want to be up to date with all the stories that are happening for future movies from Marvel. Then it's a good thing to watch the movie. So if you want to see Morbius, you can go to the theaters to see it. At 3 we have another new movie, Moonshot, a new science fiction and romantic comedy movie directed by Chris Winterbauer and written by Max Tax. It stars Cole Sprouse, Lana Condor, Mason Gooding, Emily Wood and Zach Braff. It follows Sophie, a college student and Walt, a barista, who meet each other after they both are on board of a space shuttle to Mars. Sophie is doing everything she can to go to Mars to see her boyfriend, while Walt illegally sneaks on board of the space shuttle in order to make it on the red planet without getting caught, because it has been a dream of him for his whole life to go to Mars. Moonshot was released on HBO Max this Thursday, March 31st. And for we have a new company movie, it's The Bubble, it's directed by Judd Apatow, and before the trailer of the movie was released, Netflix released a teaser for Cliff B6, The Battle for Everest, Memories of the Wacom, as well as a franchise recap uh, from all the previous Cliff B movies. But then when the trailer released of the movie, it was revealed to be the film within the film of The Bubble, and that in The Bubble, it's actually the movie Cliff Beats that is being filmed in the bubble, but Cliff Beats is not the movie itself, it's the bubble. The movie features an ensemble cast that includes Karen Gillen, Iris Apatow, Fred Armisen, Maria Bakalova, David Duchovny, Keegan Michael Key, Leslie Mann, Kate McKinnon, Pedro Pascal, and Peter Serafinovich. Set during the COVID 19 pandemic, we follow a group of actors who travel to a closed film set in England to film the sixth installment of a dinosaur-themed blockbuster franchise for Netflix. The bubble was released on Netflix this Friday, April 1st. At 5 we have an, another new drama miniseries, The Girl from Plainville. It's created by Liz Hanna and Patrick McManus and stars Ella Fanning and Colton Ryan. The series tells a dramatized version of the events leading to the death of Conrad Roy and his girlfriend Michelle Carter's conviction for involuntary manslaughter. 
Also starring in this series are Chloe Sevigny, Norbert Leobutz, Cara Buono and Kai Lennox. The Girl from Plainville premiered on Hulu this Tuesday, March 29, with a portion of the series that was already shown at SXSW on March 12. There's a new episode releasing every Tuesday. And we're ending the 6 to see with The Contractor, a new action movie from director Tarek Saleh making his English language film debut. It stars Chris Pine, Ben Foster, Jillian Jacobs, Eddie Morrison, Florian Mantunu and Kiefer Sutherland. In the movie we follow James Harper who is involuntarily discharged from the US Special Forces. He joins a private contracting organization alongside his best friend and under the command of a fellow veteran in order to support his family. Overseas on a covert mission, he must evade those trying to kill him while making his way back home. The contractor was released in theaters this Friday, April 1st. So these are the six new movies and series of this week that are in the six to see. Later in the episode, there are two other series that were released that premiered this week that are worth to see. That's for later in the episode because we also have some great new trailers that were released this week. We have a new trailer for Choose or Die, a new survival horror movie about a new kind of deadly game. Fans of Squid Game and Alice in Borderland will love it. It stars Asa Butterfield and Iola Evans, Skyla and Isaac who play a horror game that forces them to make terrifying decisions to survive. And all that to get the cash prize. Juice or Die is releasing on Netflix April 15. We got a new trailer for Duel, a new satirical science fiction thriller movie written and directed by Riley Stearns. It stars Karen Gillan, Bula Koala, Theo James and Aaron Paul. The plot follows a woman who made a clone of herself because she thought she will die, but when she doesn't, she has to try to destroy that clone to stay alive. The movie premiered at the Sundance Film Festival earlier this year and is releasing in theaters in the US on April 15. We also got a new trailer for Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to Top Gun from 1986. This action drama movie is directed by Joseph Kozinski and stars Tom Cruise and the title role Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly, John Hamm, Glenn Powell, Lewis Pullman, Ed Harris and Val Kilmer. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer are reprising the roles from the first movie. And we follow test pilot Captain Peak Maverick Mitchell who goes back to the base he trained to become a pilot. He has purposely dodged an advancement in rank after 30 years of disservice, but one day Maverick is called to be put in charge of training a group of Top Gun graduates for a specialized mission under the orders of his fellow naval aviator friend and former rival Tom Eisman Kaczynski who is now a four-star admiral and serves as commander of US Navy Pacific Fleet. Among them is Lieutenant Bradley Wooster Bradshaw, the son of Maverick's late best friend and rather intercept officer Nick Goose Bradshaw. We follow Maverick and the graduates with their training to become pilots. If you were a fan of the original Top Gun movie, you will love this sequel. Top Gun Maverick is releasing in theaters May 27 after being postponed several times. We also got another new trailer for Minions The Rise of Gru, the sequel to Minions from 2015, which itself is a spin-off prequel to the Despicable Me movies. 
It's a computer animated comedy movie that follows the minions and a young crew. Directed by Carl Balda, with Brad Ebelson and Jonathan Delval as co-directors, the voice actors from the previous movies are back with Steve Carroll as Gru and Pierre Coffin as Minions, along with Tara J.P. Hansen, Ma- Michelle Yeoh, RZA, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Lucy Lawless, Dolph Lutgen, Danny Trejo, Russell Brand, Julie Andrews and Alan Orkin. Set after the 2015 movie in the early 70s, we follow 12-year-old Gru who is growing up in the suburbs and is a big fan of a supervillain group known as the Vicious Six. When he tries to get into the group, it doesn't go well and things get even worse when Gru and his minions steal a precious stone from them, making him the mortal enemy of the epics of evil. On the run, Gru and his minions will have to find help to fight against the Vicious Six. Minions The Rise of Gru will premiere at the Annecy International Animation Film Festival on June 13 and is then releasing in theaters July 1st. These are the new trailers for upcoming movies. We also have some new trailers for upcoming series. We do new trailer for Elite Season 5, the fifth season of the Spanish thriller teen drama series. It's set in Las Encinas, a fictional elite secondary school and revolves around the relationships between three working class teenage students enrolled at the school through a scholarship program and their wealthy classmates. Most of the cast is coming back for this fifth season with also two new actors joining, Valentina Senere and Andre Lamaglia. Last year the fourth season was released with also some short stories and now the fifth one is coming and it's going to be a cool Crazy season. Season 5 of Elite is releasing on Netflix April 8. And if you want to have a good laugh, we also have the new comedy series Heart Cell, which we got a new trailer for. It stars Catherine Tate, who plays several characters in the series. She also created and directed the series. It's filmed in a mockumentary format and is set in a woman's prison. We follow the lives of several women in the fictional jail named MP Walsley. Also starring in the series are Christian Brissington, Nikki Wardley, Cyril Ferguson, Lona Brown, Caroline Harding, Jola Alajide, and Duncan Wisby. Heart Cell is releasing on Netflix April 12. We got a new trailer for Under the Banner of Heaven, a new true crime drama miniseries based on a non fiction book of the same name by John Krakauer. It's adapted by Oscar winning screenwriter Dustin Lance Black and directed by David McKenzie. Starring in the series are Andrew Garfield, Daisy Edgar-Jones, Sam Worthington, Denise Cook, White Russell, Billy Hall, Gil Birmingham, Adelaide Clemens, Rory Culkin, Seth Numrich, Chloe Piri, Sandra Seacat and Christopher Herodal. In the series we follow police detective Parr, whose fate is taken when investigating the murder of a woman that seems to involve the church. Under the Banner of Heaven is releasing on FX in the US and on Disney Plus internationally April 28. And then we have one last new teaser we got for The Staircase, a new true crime drama miniseries created and written by Antonio Campos and Maggie Conn. It's based on the 2004 true crime docuseries of the same name created by Jean-Xavier de Lestrade. The series stars Colin Firth as Michael Peterson, a writer convicted of murdering his wife Kathleen Peterson, played by Tony Collette. 
She was found dead at the bottom of the staircase and their home. Also starring in the series are Rosemary DeWitt, Juliette Binoche, Parker Posey, Sophie Turner, Odessa Young, Patrick Schwarzenegger, Dane DeHaan, Olivia De Jong, Michael Silberg and Tim Guinea. The staircase is premiering on HBO Max May 5th. These are the new trailers of this week. You also have some movies and series news that was released. There's no Belgian news this week, but there's other movies and series news with the release date for season 2 of Only Murders and the building that was announced. There was a little video posted to the three lead actors of the show, Selena Gomez, Martin Sword and Steve Martin, and they announced the release date for season 2 of Only Murders in the Building, which is releasing on Hulu June 28th. We also finally got the release date for the prequel of Game of Thrones that is coming, House of the Dragon, with also a new poster and some pictures of the several characters. This drama series is based on George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood novel and is set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones, telling the story of House Targaryen. The series stars Paddy Kessendin, Matt Smith, Olivia Cook, Emma Darcy, Steve Toussaint, Eve Best, Fabian Franco, Sonoya Mizuno and Rhys Evans. And Hose of Dragon is coming to HBO on August 21st. There's a new movie coming on Netflix co-written by Daniel Kaluuya named The Kitchen. It's a dystopian drama movie set in London in 2044. Starring in the movie is Kane Robinson. The movie is now in production and will release globally on Netflix next year in 2023. And there's also Bridgerton news. Simone Ashley confirmed that she's coming back for the third season of the series as well as Jonathan Bailey. The two played the lead roles in the second season as Kate Sarma and Anthony Bridgerton and we will see them again in the third season. The second season released last Friday and I finally was able to watch the whole season this week and what a season it was. A lot of people saw it again just like the first season. It was an amazing second season of the show. So can't wait for the third one. You're gonna be able to enjoy even more of Bridgerton because there's also a prequel coming which will follow the rise of the Queen and Golda Rosheuvel will reprise her role as the Queen with Inja Amartifio who will play the young version of Queen Charlotte. Ajua Ando is also reprising her roles as Lady Danbury with Arsema Thomas playing the young Lady Danbury and also starring in the series Argut Gemma as Lady Bridgerton and Cory Miltrist as a young King George. Sander Rhymes will be of course creating the series again like she did Bridgerton. The prequel series which has no title yet will be released on Netflix of course. Now it's time for some award news because last Sunday on March 27th the biggest awards show for movies took place. The Academy Awards or also known as the Oscars. It was a special night with some drama that happened as well. It was all over the news but I won't talk too much about that. It has been talked about enough. I want to focus on the winners. And one of those winners is Jessica Chastain, who won the award for her role in The Eyes of Tammy Faye. My favorite actress Kristen Stewart didn't win the Oscar, it's Jessica Chastain who won it and she deserved it, of course. But I'm a little sad that Kristen didn't win, but also happy that she was nominated. Finally, 
Hopefully, she will win one one day. Jack Sestain won the award for Best Actress for her role in the eyes of Tammy Faye, who also won a second award, the one for Best Hair and Makeup. The big prize of the night, Best Movie, was won by Koda, which was a surprise. With Stuart Gutzer winning Best Supporting Actor for his role in a movie, becoming only the second deaf actor to win the award, and movie also won Best Adapted Screenplay. Another big winner of the night was Dune, which took home six awards, Best Production Design, Best Cinematography, Best Sound, Best Original Score, Best Visual Effects and Best Film Editing. Ariana DeBose made history, winning the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. She is the first Afro-Latin and openly queer actor of color to win an Oscar for acting. Jean Campion also made history by being the only female director to be nominated twice and she also won the award making her the third woman to win this award. This is also the only award that the movie The Power of the Dog took home while it was the big favorite with 12 nominations. So that's too bad, but Jean Campion still won Best Director, which is good. Best Animated Movie was for Santo, which was also nominated for Best Song, but it's Billie Eilish who took home that award for her song No Time To Die. She also made history with her win, becoming the youngest person ever to win the Triple Crown of Film Music, Oscar, Grammy and Golden Globe, and also the first person born in the 21st century to win an Oscar. She and her brother Phineas also performed the song live during the ceremony, with Beyoncé also performing her song from King Richard, which was also nominated. And we have We Don't Talk About Bruno from Ensanto, that became a very big hit that was performed live by the cast and Megan Thee Stallion. There was also some drama at the ceremony, of course, with Will Smith, who won Best Actor. There's a lot of memes that have been made already from this weird moment that have been talked about a lot, so I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. Because there are some other great movies that took home an award, like Cruella for Best Costume Design, Belfast for Best Original Screenplay, and Drive My Car for Best International Movie. So, besides all the drama, there are some great winners from the Oscars this year with CODA that made some history and some good things for deaf actors. It showed that even if you're deaf, you can make, make it in the movie industry. Almost at the end of the episode, but before I end it with two other series that were released this week. There's also the throwback of this week. And it's about a movie that was released 23 years ago on the last day of March. It's a real classic rom-com movie that will make you laugh and cry. Talking about 10 things I hate about you. It's directed by Jill Junger and stars Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Larissa Olenik. The screenplay, written by Karen McCullough, Lutz and Kristen Smith, is a modernization of William Shakespeare's late 16th century comedy, The Taming of the Shrew, retold in a late 1990s American high school setting. In the story, new student Cameron is smitten with Bianca and, in order to get around her father's strict rules on dating, attempts to get bad boy Patrick to date Bianca's ill-tempered sister, Cat. The movie is named after a poem written by Kat about her bittersweet romance with Patrick. 
became a real classic in the rom-com genre and loved by a lot of people. It was also the breakthrough role for Juliet Stiles, Heath Ledger and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, all of whom were nominated for various teen-orientated awards like the Teen Choice Awards. It's a beautiful movie to see, so if you haven't seen it yet, you can watch it on Disney Plus or get it on Amazon Prime Video. It's a fun rom-com movie to watch if you want to have some fun and also a little so, we're almost at the end of the episode, but besides the six of tears, there are also two other series that were released this week that I want to talk about before I end the episode. There's Julia, a new drama series created by Daniel Goldfarb and based on the life of television chef Julia Child. Sarah Lancaster plays the role of Julia Child alongside David Hyde Pierce, Bibi Newert, Isabella Rossellini, Robert Joy, James Cromwell, Adrian Lennox, Judith Light and Christian Clemenson. In the series, we follow the life and career of TV chef Julia Child and how she became big and popular. Julia premiered on HBO Max this Thursday, March 31st. And then there's the other series, The Last Bus, a new coming-of-age sci-fi action series written and created by Paul Nefci. It's led by a young ensemble cast of new talent who are joined by the Umbrella Academy star Robert Sehan as the villain Dalton Monkhouse and also Tom Beston. Follows a group of whip-smart and mismatched students who, after they embark on a life-changing field trip, become the unlikely heroes when a robot acoplex zaps away the rest of humanity. They're the last few people on Earth and they have to save it. The last bus was released on Netflix this Friday, April 1st. So, this was the episode of 60 of this week. Thank you for listening. I hope you will enjoy some of the movies and series I talked about. I already did, seeing Morbius and the cinema and also seeing the first episode of Moon Knight. I can't wait to see the second one next week. Really looked amazing. So, there's enough of great stuff to see. Next week, of course, there's gonna be a new episode of 6 to see with 6 new movies and series to see. 6 to see.